my name is John and my name is John and we ain't turning right all podcast long whoa we're going left and straight whoa the podcast is great whoa cruising around LA picking up friends on the way hey 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 well John is my friend, and now you are my friend, and we're doing it up, and then we do it all again. Whoa, two Johns don't make a right. I'm also a, a fan. I'm a fan of this podcast, also specifically. All right. All right, all right. Recording. Alright, how We're do you guys recording. Recording. Check, Not check. Very well, through friends. Like, this is an unlikely pairing for a hit podcast. Yeah, it really is. We, we're... We're friendly. Yeah, but like, we, we never... keep a distance. We keep a... <laughs> Before a this podcast, distance. we never spent time one-on-one together. Is that safe? I would say no. Yeah. We didn't even, uh, we didn't even go to lunch together. Right. And then you were like... But our names are both John. That's well, how it happened. It was at our a party. names are both John. We've known each other for about a decade, <laughs> and we have plenty of mutual friends. And I'm always happy yeah. to see him, and I hope it's like. Yeah, he's like. I think we were to each other as party oasises. <laughs> right. Like, oh, this guy. I always have a fun time talking to this guy. I'm sorry, my phone's playing. I'm definitely party gonna music. go up to him. And then I'll admit, and I've said this on the podcast, it was. Really, the breaking point for me is when he did that Red Hot Chili Peppers thing. Oh, that was my favorite thing. Yeah, well. and like that that's kind also... of like when I gravitated toward Brendan Walsh. It's the same sort of thing. It's like, oh, this guy's doing something so amazing and stupid at the same time. <laughs> right. I love it so much. We were I talking about the like doing doing something really stupid and people think it's smarter than it is. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. Putting um, putting meaning on something that's stupid. Yeah, we talked about that on the last podcast. Giving yes. meaning to something. It's kind of like the Beatles. Uh, when you see Get Back, you're like, oh, the Beatles just like were in the room going like, how about it's Flippy instead of Gippy? <laughs> and it's not like this thing that Charles Manson like like based a religion on or whatever. Yeah. Well, John, if you read Chaos, I don't know if you've read Chaos. I am reading Chaos book on tape right now. Oh, really? No joke. Okay, yes. well, prepare to... For forget real. everything you ever thought you knew about the helter-skelter theory. Yes, because the helter-skelter theory was come up with via the CIA much, yeah. through a man named... Uh, the, C- the most interesting thing about Chaos and, and the Charles Manson stuff and in Chaos is is the guy that's just a ghost man. Oh, the guy who's the FBI, the CIA guy who, be- yeah. who becomes a hippie? A true cipher. Let's yeah. call other John. Are we recording? Yeah. Okay, so, so there's this guy... He's just a cipher, yeah. He's like a James Can we turn Bond. the AC down one bump? Sorry. He's like, given... We're, two Johns don't make a right. We're we're going straight. We're here with Molly Lambert from Heidi World, the best podcast on the market. Somebody that I knew was brilliant but didn't realize was a genius at making things. Molly Lambert. Wow. Huge fan. Huge fan. Wow. Same, same to Check you. Check out Heidi World. It is so good. Um... John John Daly appears twice on Heidi World as two different characters. He plays John Peters, super yep. producer John Peters. Typecast. Typecasting. Typecasting John Peters as a as a 
because I have, I'm all about Coke. Because your name's John. And I'm all, yeah, J-O-N. Yeah, he could be on the podcast. Molly, we have a rule that if somebody named John is on the podcast, we can, in fact, turn right. Because two Johns <laughs> don't make a right, but three Johns turn right all I want. And it hasn't happened yet, but I think in that case it's also only right. <laughs> oh, you got to get a John on. Oh, wow, maybe it switches to only right. I think huh? so. Oh, you guys should try to get John Peters on. He's alive. Is he? Oh, yeah. I'd love to have him on. Um, God, he'd, he'd be great. Yeah, he could talk about, it would just share the gossip about dating Barbara Streisand. He, like, married Pam Anderson and then got divorced, like, two years ago. Yeah, but, like, in the, in, like, a month, right? Yeah, where it was, like, maybe for money, and then they, she was like, that didn't happen. She right. Just, it was, it was really, uh, Harry, very curious. Harry Walloner, if you're listening, can you get John Peters on the show? Yeah. Harry, can you start wrangling A-list weird studio heads? from the streets I love John the best thing about John Peters is that he's always like I'm from the streets he's from the streets and you know what he means Van Nuys yeah he's from Van Nuys <laughs> that's um, amazing and that's yeah. what I'm like too because I'm from North Hollywood I'm from the do you think that he means like I didn't go to college yes I think yeah. that is what he means Look. I think he means like because he literally fucked his way into Hollywood by fucking Barbara Streisand which is like right good, good for you buddy that's yeah. a win win like it's not like a chore to have to no, they were together for like twelve years. Yeah. I think no. they had an open relationship, but uh, great tits, none of my great ass. <laughs> one of his, <laughs> one of his that's quotes. That's, that's a quote line. from John Peters. He's like, <sighs> one of the quotes I do in Heidi World is, "Look, great tits, great ass. Barbara was beautiful." You know, that's like, just John she, she talking went. about how he feels about Barbara Streisand. That's just. That he was breaking. So wait, how do you guys decide when John, to make a left? John, I think Brandon. we're going in a good direction. Let's turn left on Melrose and maybe do more of an, like, let's stay, wait, you know what we should do? Oh my God. We're talking about Heidi World. We're talking about Heidi Fleiss. Okay, this is the Heidi Fleiss story. Why don't we try and go to Heidi Fleiss's old house? Oh yeah, you know what we could do? There's a store on Hollywood Boulevard that we could pass by. Yeah. Ooh, let's go by. Is it by. to the left, I hope? It is not to the left, All however. Right, so I'm going to turn left on Sunset. Yeah. Great. Yes. Do a nice big block uh, lefty. So we're, go we're going where Heidi Fleiss had her... What did she have? Uh, weird uh, boxer shorts for girls? Yeah, boxer shorts for... for I think they were uh, unisex, and they had a condom pocket because it was the 90s, the safe sex era. Yeah, and yeah, with the boxers, and you got your condom right there. Is the era over? No, but it was like it was a big uh, having con, you know, showing right. off your condom. Yeah, I get it. Remember, there were like condom stores everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> condoms were more of a thing because of AIDS. Yeah, it was like the first time anybody was like, "You gotta do it." So yeah, it's like being sex positive in that era was definitely like okay. Yeah, and then in in a detail in Heidi World, isn't she like she like slips a condom in one of her yeah. call, call girls's condom pocket? She's yeah, like, how she's on like, brand you can go. you be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so Heidi Fleiss is she's not a good person, right? Well, what is you her, know, I think what's your assessment of her? I think it's her? mixed. I think that's what makes her interesting. She's like an anti-hero. Like there's some things about her that are very admirable and others uh less so but i think she's a girl boss she's a girl boss but she she's also she's like her own worst enemy it's like her downfall is very much like because she you know is very self-destructive yeah so, and, and also all the guys in the story are kind of like the worst people on earth so 
She also had a lot of abusive boyfriends. One of them, the main one, his name is Yvonne Naj. He's a right. Hungarian piece of shit. I remember that name. Producer. Yeah. He's, he's like a B movie producer. He's like a B movie producer. He's just a hanger on. He's from the streets. Um, and he's played by our friend Max Levestri, who it's is so funny. So he's good. hilarious. He's so man. good, and he's so. He's so good at being funny and scary while doing this like accent that's really silly. That's Hungarian, yeah, but also makes you feel like you're at a like terrifying. horrible party. It's got a little sleaze to it. Yeah, you're like ugh. And it's yeah. funny because he's not like that at all. Yeah, true. He's like yeah. a sweetie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> other he's than John, actor. other than John Daly as John Peters, which is just a one a one to one. Yeah. Um, everybody else is is playing playing someone not much like themselves. It's wow. funny, when I was doing research to play John Peters, I uh, did saw the 60 Minutes interview with John Peters and Barbra Streisand, where they go to Barbra Streisand's house and they're hanging out, and uh, John Peters, and Barbara Walters basically tries to like catch John Peters in this like, are you fucking your way to the top kind of like, <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, you're seen as, you know, getting with Barbra Streisand to... And he's like, well, those people don't understand that I'm from the streets. And, you know, I'm a hairdresser, Barbara. I'm a hairdresser. And so why do you think it qualified to run Paramount or whatever he did? Runs, what did he run? I think it was Paramount. Yeah. Yeah. Paramount, yeah. He, he ran a... Addicted um... to sex workers. And I like how you, uh, you know, the guys are garbage, but, like, it... It really is very pro sex worker in the way your podcast in a way that yeah. it's it's from the sex worker's point of view for sure largely. I and also I I yeah. love all the slime bags. Um, oh yeah, and the funny thing is, it made me have more respect for Charlie Sheen. <laughs> and the fact that I'm serious. And no, the me fact too. That, me too. Oh yeah, the fact that like all the sex workers fall in love with Charlie Sheen. Because he's the nicest guy. He's probably the only one that's like, he you know what? He's like truly generous and truly just like, yeah, we, you know, like he. And you kind of see from his perspective why he kind of got into sex work. Well, you start, you feel bad. It's like some of these people too that are like, you know, sort of monstrous, like Charlie Sheen, obviously. Yeah. He's done some really bad shit. Yeah, not the like, best guy, right? I don't it, know. But I it's just like all whatever. these guys are yeah. like, they have terrible addiction problems you know what I right, mean right, it's like they're right. all like Charlie Sheen is kind of a tragic figure to me and and definitely because he is I think really talented and did make me go back and be like damn like Charlie Sheen was so good at acting yeah I saw Major League for the first time not that long ago and He's I was like great yeah this movie fucking rules no wonder everybody likes it um yeah, his story, he was also supposed to be in Born on the Fourth of July. Oh. And Tom Cruise, and then the studio was like, we'll do this with Tom Cruise and that's it. Well, I've been thinking about it too, because he's sort of like the other Tom Cruise, except that he didn't keep being Tom Cruise, right. you know? Right, But he was the other guy in the 80s that was like, this is the guy that these studio executives who are these macho guys, like, yeah. want to imagine themselves as. Yes. He's like Charlie Sheen. Yes. They're like, what if I was a cool guy who fucked? He's you know? Tom. Yeah, and Tom Cruise is also like, what if I was the coolest, most intense guy in the world? But we, we I get I up. I mean, I love Tom Cruise, too. Me, too. How was Top Gun? I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see, see it. You saw it. You saw no, it. No, I want to see it. Nobody's seen it yet. Damn. Oh, we all got to see it. I haven't seen the Bob's Burgers movie, either. I got to see the Bob's Burgers and then the Maverick. That's a great double feature, actually. Yeah. I think Maverick you first and then Bob's. I would recommend it that way. I mean, Bob's is going to, you know, 
people are going to watch that over and over, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. But Maverick, I think you need to see that on a big screen. And to be clear, you should see Bob's night. on the big screen, too. It is it Absolutely. Is yeah. Plugging, plugging I like work. all these movies that are for children and also adults. I just watched the Rescue Rangers movie. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is for like people my age with kids and also uh, adult childless stoners. Is- so, okay, we're coming, we're not coming up on it yet, but we are on beautiful Hollywood Boulevard. It is beautiful. Um, my favorite place in the world. This is one of Heidi's main stomping grounds where she hung out all the time. Um, and also the Sunset Strip with all the cool, the cool hip clubs, but... We're, we've never been down this part of Hollywood Boulevard. We're in the club zone. We're in the club zone. We're in the, <laughs> the Hustler Hollywood store we're passing right now. Yeah. Schrader um, Boulevard. Schrader Boulevard. Paul Schrader Boulevard. We got strip, um, stripper we go. stores. So on this block, Whitley. Let's look Coming up, up on the left, on the smoke shop, you'll see it says Heidi Fleiss right there. All right, we got to oh, get yeah. the camera see? out. John, you got to stop and get the camera out. Uh, let me pull over here so I don't. I can get a shot from here. Get a shot from here. I also did the haunted hotel, the hotel rebranded and now it's called Carnival. Wow. Wait, is there an escape room right there? Oh my god, yeah, right here. This is like, okay, so... Isn't that Ashton Kutcher's old club? Yes, and now it's the most haunted building on the entire Hollywood Boulevard Strip, and it was Ashton Kutcher's... Which was called what? Geisha House. Oh, Oh, Geisha House. (laughs) Not cool. Just awful, man. Not cool, bro. Geisha House, bro. and, And then it's become... A escape room murder hotel called the Escape Hotel. Whoa. And of all the things that like shut down during COVID and then like boarded up during the uprisings that I thought would ever come back, I never thought this thing would reopen. I was like, Yeah. There's gonna be no market for escape rooms after COVID. And lo and behold. Here we got a do do we get a pick? I do. Alright, we got a pick of what is it? it's the the former Heidi Fleiss store Hollywood Madam on Hollywood Boulevard. All right, we got a <laughs> pick of the empty Hosco. This, uh, yeah, Heidi but Fleiss's it's also, old store. It's from like 2003, so I'm just shocked that the marquee hasn't been like painted over. I just assumed it would get flipped at some point while I was making the show, and then somehow it hasn't. So how many how many hustles has Heidi Fleiss? gone into oh, like since million. she's she, found fame she well now it's like so she got out of jail and then she couldn't really do anything she's kind of like unhirable traditionally yeah so she opened these stores she was like she actually was like hollywood's gonna come back and it did right around that she had a store next to like beauty bar mm-hmm. yeah and then she um moved to Parump, nevada to try and open a stud farm which is a brothel for women oh. and <laughs> even in Parump, nevada where prostitution is Hell legal yeah. where you can go to the bunny ranch and have legal sex with women they were like no yeah. that's too crazy we can't do that we can't what, have who a, said that the the, the government of Parump, yeah <laughs> really? like we cannot that's that's too sinful. We can't have that here in Nevada. Our wow. our, our town is nine meth heads. Yeah, no. no, we can't. So instead, <laughs> she's so just uh, industrious. She opened a laundromat called Dirty Laundry, and uh, that's how she makes money. Is and she has a, a Bob's Burgers movie sign on the left oh, here. Right. Let's get a pic wow, of that. Wow, look at the El Capitan. Uh. Molly, can you take a pic of things? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to enlist you. No, for sure. 
Don't worry. Don't worry about that. But, but we'll yeah, I've got. I'll have future. it out. I just, just killed a nice old couple. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do a hit and run. That'll be how this ends. Is with a day of the locusts. Is what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> we just plow into a crowd yeah. at the Chinese theater. We go see Top Gun. Going past the Chinese theater, a thing we've never done on Two Johns. Don't make a right. We're getting the real experience. See, this is all the stuff I thought you might just be pretending to do. No, this on is the it. show. And it sparks conversation like, oh, that used to be a horrible movie theater. Now it's a CVS slash LA Fitness. But all, all yeah. I do is drive around Los Angeles and be like, did you know this used to be this? Yes. Yeah. I'm from the streets. So it's, Molly, you're from the streets, right? Where are you, are you from LA, right? Yeah, Which I, is I'm, rare. I'm from actually Hollywood. Um, I grew up, I, I was born at the Kaiser Permanente in Los Feliz. Great. And That's where I got my COVID vaccine. Oh, great. nice. Yeah. And I, I grew up like off Melrose in Hollywood until I was like six. And then we moved to the Valley and moved to North Hollywood, which is not anywhere near Hollywood. But it's but, probably yeah. a, a better place to grow up than Hollywood. I mean, arguably yes, although definitely as a kid, I was like, man, I wish we still lived in Hollywood so I could like walk to stuff, you well, know? Right. We're in a neighborhood now that I spent my 20s in, the 90s. Um, like this quadrant, I lived in apartments here on Hollywood between Fairfax and La Brea. And I worked with this guy who grew up on like one of these side streets, like this is Fuller we're coming up on, more like Gardner or something. And he said it was like anywhere else growing up, like kids were playing football in the street, it wasn't like all Hollywoody. Now, this would have been the 70s, of course. Well, so a little different. I mean, that's, you know, when this is exactly where and when Heidi, Heidi Fleiss was, was running around. And, sure. and Charlie Sheen. I mean, I think all those 70s kids, it's just like I do have sympathy for them because I think their parents were like, go do whatever you want and maybe. Right. Right. Licorice pizza. It is super licorice. My first apartment was in that years. building. Oh, Whoa! Wow. Tall John's first apartment. That's studio, huge. A studio for four hundred dollars. Oh, Damn. Which is probably two thousand dollars. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can make a living working at Hamburger Hamlet. Did you did work you in work Hamburger Hamlet? I did. The one right across from the Chinese. Is that the Harry wow. Dean Stanton one? I believe it is. Yeah. Wow. Did he ever come in? No, you didn't. Not when I was there. Right. Wow, that's big. The Hamlet. I yeah. love Hamburger Hamlet. Isn't it great? There's yeah. one left. There's I'm one sure left in the valley. I did an interview there with Vivica A. Fox. Ooh. Really? She knew everybody in the valley. She did so you cool. call the Hamburger Hamlet or did Vivica? I called it, but then she was, she, how did she go there? She just, every, every server knew her everywhere. I was very like, this the is The last time I was there, I saw Jacob stall. Dylan, if we can drop some names. Ooh. Yeah. And he was just with his family enjoying the great food at Hamburger Hamlet. <laughs> Jacob Dylan. I just saw Julie Klausner live, and it was amazing. And her backup band was the Wallflowers. Wow, crazy. Yeah. I just did this podcast, Joker Men, which uh, all the Johns should definitely go on. It's a podcast about <laughs> mid-period Bob Dylan. Joker Men? Yeah, you would love it. It's wow. just the albums that nobody likes, except for like Bob Dylan super fans. Right. Um, the Christian stuff? The Christian stuff, like just the 80s. The right. 80s and then and so we did one about all the Bob Dylan music videos, which are all just insane. Off topic, this purple house we're passing here has been purple since ninety. Can we take a picture of that? Yeah. And it's so much fun. It it's brings beautiful. me a lot of joy. That's a good house. When my friend uh, Jody moved to the neighborhood, he and I were just like walking down to go to a bar here and they they were having a house party at this house and we walked in and they Welcomed us with open arms, and we thought, wow, this is what Hollywood's going to be like every night. And then that, that was it. <laughs> that was a Yeah, you can just walk time. into parties. Yeah. I did a lot of walking into parties. 
I've done I some wa- I've done yeah. some like absorbing myself into parties in New York. Just like coming into just, a just open Bill Murray apartment. Style. Just like, hey, it's me, I'm a comedian. What's Give up me everybody? Things. I'm gonna wash dishes. <laughs> <laughs> just washing dishes. <laughs> this is the thing you had an encounter with John Daly. He's like, no one's gonna believe you. <laughs> <laughs> so Molly, since I don't know you very well. Did you ever live anywhere outside of uh, California, or have you always lived in California? I went to college, I went to Brown, which is in Rhode Island. Thank you, I did not know that. We're going uh, south, sorry, we're going south on, we just turned left on Fairfax. Yeah. We're going south on Fairfax. Molly was getting just too interesting, and then John had to interrupt. I'm just kidding. No, no, no I'm... I'm <laughs> What is those? I'm, I'm keeping it popping with the directions. I'm sorry. You are. We, we got all the time. Sorry. Oh, Brown, Rhode Island. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Moved to, lived in Rhode Island, and then I came back. This is a this is a thing on our podcast. I'll ask questions like that, and John's like, "Come on, let's just stick to the sites." Yeah. Look oh, around really? you. Look, yeah. You guys have two different. Um, we jockey for power throughout this. This well, is a game. Like this is a mind have, game. You have two different navigational styles. Yes. Yours is like linear. <laughs> right. And yours is is not. Yours is like uh, landmark based. Right. You're going streets and you're going turn left at the whatever. Right. Ooh, that's interesting. What does that say about us? It well, means I'm that's, a, le- that's I'm a the, experiential your, learner. That's the feminine style allegedly. And Although I have I this original I'm fully femme. Well, why don't we talk about the uh, John's fully femme. Why don't we talk about the license plate of the car that we're in right now? Yeah, John, Tall John got a new license plate. Can you talk about that? Sure. John? I got this minivan. Um, I had my second child, and I thought I needed a third row vehicle. A lot of people suggested sliding doors so kids don't, like, whack other cars in parking lots. I thought that was a great idea. So minivan. Got a minivan. The Toyota Sienna. We're sponsored now, I think, John. Is that right? Yeah. We're sponsored now. Toyota. The Sienna. The Toyota Sienna. And Smooth ride. Um, thank you. Yes, very smooth. And uh, I thought a personalized plate would be really stupid. So I ordered one that I, you know, thought would be funny, and then I kind of forgot about it. And I had a dream that they wrote me saying, an email saying, you can't have that license plate. <laughs> and I, and it kind of felt real, I just kind of forgot about it. And then in the mail the other day, I got the plates that say, fart van. So now I'm driving around a minivan with license plates that say, fart van. And the plates are the Save the Coast plates, so they were a little more. <laughs> fart van. So good. Good job. Well... Yeah, I mean, I didn't put a whole lot of thought into it that might surprise you. It was just like, let's see if this works, and it worked. I just can't believe have nobody else got to fart van first. You know, my wife Nora said the same thing, and it's, I just think it's not that high in demand. <laughs> it's a little bit, like, off from a normal thing to write, in a way, even though it's, like, so iconic that it seems like it's been with us for hundreds of years. <laughs> I think, um, I think no one's going to steal your car, also. Yeah. Like, see, I was worried someone would steal the plates, and I got security screws, but they don't, they're not the right size. At some point, you're going to get caught, and you're going to get pulled over for whatever dumb thing, and and the cops are going to go, license plate, fart man. Yes. Fart man. Exactly. <laughs> they're going to have to say it. It's they're not going to go like, uh... F, F as in Frank. F as in Frank. <laughs> yeah. You should get in Rocky a... Rocky Tango. Barker. you got to get in tango. a chase just so that... They'll be like, please pull over to the set. The right. A, a high speed chase is almost worth it. That, should we just do a Should we a do podcast? it? Should oh we get on a high speed chase? If and we can we wag do? the dog into a high speed chase. How do we get them to chase us? Like throw an egg at them? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that would do it. That's a salt. From the thirties. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's throw an egg at these cops and see what happens. Hey, Kappa. We're passing Genghis Cohen here on Fairfax, restaurant of my youth that we went to a lot. Yes. Went to this magazine stand, Centerfold, a lot. Wow. This is, oh yeah, so. So this is like 90s stuff. Still here. Is the dime still there? I think, maybe. So this is like, this is, this was where I grew up initially. It was around here. Oh, wow. So, again, I had these. Silent stands. Movie Theater was around? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, canters, all these things. Could you walk to Canters? Yeah, but I was I was too young. That was the thing. Is it's like if oh, I had right. just been a little, if I had just stuck it out here, then I could have walked to Canners. Instead, in the valley we could walk to one movie theater, which I love actually. The Century Eight Multiplex. Wow. But That's not cool. As, not as much stuff to walk to. Could, did you have a diner, like no. a valley diner? I mean, yeah, but we couldn't walk to it. It was a lot of like you had to have. Then you had to have a friend who could drive thank you right and uh, then you go would you go and like smoke cigarettes and oh yeah drink coffee? we went to this place called twain's a lot to do that um, and the dupars oh, the, du- the boogie nights dupars uh now sephora oh wow and uh jerry's deli the 24-hour bowling yeah. alley and diner which uh, is also closed a lot sorry, of the- this is yours i took that oh no worries a lot of the 24-hour stuff is closed, actually. That's what I love about Canners, is that it's 24 hours still. Yeah, there's, they're few and far between. And yeah. Canters, what, Swingers, is that still open? Yeah. Swingers? Swingers closes at, like, 2. Cl- no, it reopened. It didn't close. I went there recently. Swingers is so money, it doesn't even know it. Remember that movie? <laughs> Fred 62. <laughs> Fred 62 going, still kicking. I've been going to Fred 62 a lot again. Actually, you guys would love to know, the Los Feliz 90s are back. I don't know really? if you've noticed, but Gen Z, all over Los Feliz, dressed like it's the 90s. Like oh, shirts. that's true. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, Oasis-like, yeah. slouchy, uh, track-suity kind yeah. of things and, like, long, 90, <laughs> mid-length on guys, they're, like, they're 90s all, hair. This is yeah. great news for me. No, they all, everybody's <laughs> dressed like they're in a Gregor Rocky movie. <laughs> yeah. and, and they've literally repopulated all the, like, 90s parts of L.A. So, like, this is Hollywood's back, like... Los Feliz is popping always. If you go by, if you go by, uh, what's it called, Figaro? Ever there's like the funniest scene in the world always now with like, yeah, guys with bucket hats and like Liam Gallagher. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very, it's very 90s. We're going past actually. I just recently got a a novelty birthday gift for my girlfriend. Of uh, I mean, it wasn't a novelty. They're I think they're genuinely awesome. But uh, <laughs> of uh, Yeezy. Uh, Foam runners, feezies. Oh yeah! And they're the best shoes I've ever seen in my life. They just look like they're from space. Have Truly, you, have got she her tried the them on? got her the beige ones, and then she got me as another pres as, as one. But in order to get them, I had to go to the Melrose like shoe like streetwear oh, yeah. district, and like I got like I had to go twice because it's like they manufacture rarity with them, and so I had to get the perfect ones, and it was so genuinely very hard. I had to go like. You're sneakerhead now, John. I'm a sneakerhead. No, but I understand the plight of the sneakerhead, and I have nothing <laughs> but respect for it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Passing by the farmers market on the left here, one of my favorite places. Oh yeah, here's the other Dupars. This is the last Dupars now, actually. Is it the one? Um, wait a minute, the one across from CBS and the Valley? Yeah, it turned into a Sephora. Oh, you mentioned that earlier. Very sad. Went right huge past me, huge sad moment. This is the last one. This is the one Bosch goes to. 
Shout Bosch. Out, shout out again, Max Silvestri, the Bosch head. Oh man, in my life. I Max got. I watched a bunch of Bosch because of Max. Titus Welliver, bro. Shout yeah. out. What a good actor. Is it a good show? He's. Um, it's a good. I'll say this, you know, with love, it's a dad show. You know what, though, I've been. <laughs> it seems like that's it. what it is. But dad, it is a good, well-made kind of like an SVU. Like I every like, episode is just like something gets solved. I like a procedural. I think it's funny yeah. also that streaming. It's like everyone's like, "What do people want?" And it's like they want like a BBC procedural starring some actor you like. Yeah, um, a thing where the cops care about solving crimes. I just started watching Under the Banner of Heaven, which yeah. is the Mormon one with Andrew Garfield. How's that? Great! It's yeah. great! Check it out! You'll learn so much about Mormons. You'll get so obsessed with Mormons because everything they do is so weird. A friend of mine watches Bosch and was complaining that Bosch was talking about the best Mexican food in all of LA and he was talking about Piquito Moss. <laughs> you wow. know what? You know what? In a Piquito certain way, it's very good. You know yeah. what? It is good. It's good, so but it's it not is, the best Mexican It's not food the best, but Ooh. it's fine. No, it's not the best. But it it's is. really good. I love Piquito Yeah. But I would never say, oh, you, it's the best Mexican food in LA. No, but it sounds like something that somebody who moved to LA yes. and had Piquito Moss, experienced who'd it. never had Mexican food. Oh, Sammy's Camera, also featured in Heidi World. Yvonne Naj uh, makes a CD-ROM with somebody there. Makes an erotic CD-ROM. Really? So it. this place we just passed is what you're talking yeah, about. The famous, yeah, the famous, most famous camera store in LA. But What's also it called? Sammy's Camera. Really? With one M. Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Sort of Wait, like, so he got, Yvonne Naj goes in there and makes a CD-ROM? Yeah, somebody So he there. gets into CD-ROMs he and then into CD he's ROMs. like, the next thing is CD-ROMs, let's go. Yes. He's like, the next thing is CD-ROMs, let's go. And... He makes one called Heidi's Girls that's like photos of hot girls in lingerie in hotel rooms and then if you get the European version they're naked. Molly I'm turning Ooh. you on 6th Street. Oh um, we're passing the Death Star. Yeah kind of randomly because last wow. time we were driving John said let's not go on Wilshire. You know what? So I've never noticed that Death Star it's thing. It's new. Wait, it's well, wait, we gotta get a picture. Oh man, I'm so sorry for making you take pictures. That's the hall. No, let's keep going this way. This is unprofessional. This is the Hollywood Museum that they just built. Oh my That's god. That's why you haven't seen it, is because they literally just built it five seconds ago during COVID. It's the George Lucas thing. The, oh, you, so it is the I've Death Star. It. it literally is the Death Star. Holy crap. But so I keep... LACMA is now like includes a Death Star. Yeah, That's LACMA, so amazing. LACMA they like knock down basically and there's almost nothing there. But I just thought what? it'd be fun let's, to drive by the La Brea Tar Pits. One of yeah. my favorite yeah. things in LA. Here we go. The back side of the Tar Pits. Just the Tar Yeah, get a little whiff of that delightful sulfur smell um i just love that one of la's main attractions is like a giant pit of tar that animals <laughs> die in yeah millions and millions of years of skeletons oh, it's so cool mine these tar pits and um and it was just some rich guy's property and it just had this big tar pit on it and then he like donated it to the city really that's insane i didn't know that it's very insane if you if you look into it it's crazy because it is like there's tar pits everywhere they find them when they are digging the subway too they like wow. have wow. to stop constantly because they're like oh we found another mastodon and we're not allowed to <laughs> not allowed to dig until we yeah so like, we dust it off with little brushes mm -hmm. what would daniel plainview think he'd be like He'd be like, this mastodon does not matter to me. What matters to me is my milkshake. <laughs> I like when John 
makes himself laugh because oh, it yeah. makes me laugh. Look, that's my job, making myself laugh. <laughs> it's just, John, hey, why don't you, you gotta plug, giggle. John, why don't you plug your new single? Yeah, yeah well, Eatin' Pussy with DJ Khaled is out today. Um, <laughs> can't actually spell, it's funny, you can't spell the word uh, pussy on... Uh, on Twitter or anything anymore, so what? I, I what? No, because it, it it'll flag you and not let people see no. it. It's seen as abusive language. Really? Yeah, yeah. What? Look, things are going downhill. Well, anyway, free speech, free speech. What's free the speech. point if yeah. you can't? First of all, eating pussy not a slur. Look, right? It's half a swear, and somebody online was like, "Whoa, this is not safe for work." I was like, "It has half a swear word in it," and it's like a song about. The death of uh, electronic dance music, essentially. Wait, can you sing a little? Can you sing a couple I mean, bars for us? I mean, with DJ Khaled at the Hecus in Las Vegas, MGM Grand. <laughs> um, and it's a, it's a Highwayman song. You know the Highwayman? Uh, I know the Highwayman. Uh, Willie Nelson, Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash, and Chris Christopherson. <laughs> this podcast is like the Highway. We're the Highwaymen. This is the Highway. <laughs> yeah, we're the Highwaymen. We could rob, like, Desperados waiting for a train. <laughs> Boom! Oh, you gotta get into Joker, man. This is your... You're in the right zone. <laughs> so, when... The, the song, is it... Are you and DJ Khaled uh, enjoying this activity together, or are you guys doing it independently and then comparing notes? Um, well, the video is... It's kind of a concept where it's just... It's just... It's DJ Khaled's kind of secondary to the... Even though he's that's repeated... It's more about kind of um, EDM music and gotcha. just how that era came and went, um, which needed to be documented. And it's great. Um, uh, it's a great video. Check it out. This is the kind of thing. On this is album. the kind of idea I would have. This is why I like this. Is you're like somebody has to make a Highwaymen song about right. the end of EDM. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, also, that's why I appreciate John well, Daly. I have a friend also who was like, Molly, you're so obsessed with like the depressing ends of eras, you know? Yeah. They're like, most people are into like the beginning of eras or like the middle high point, but you like the depressing part when everything starts to like fall apart. Fall apart. You like, like a, when Nico is at Danceteria, yes. kind of like really sad. Yes. Like the end of the, end that's of the what line. I like. And so. I love the the sad image of DJ Khaled at Hakkasan. Yeah. It's all falling apart. Yeah. Do you like ruins? Yes. Like in Europe? That's because you're from L.A. and it's a post-apocalyptic yes. place with literal tar pits. Yes. It's like, it's Jurassic at the same time that it's post-apocalyptic. It's true. I love the end of history. And I also really love Las Vegas because it's like the place that's more postmodern than L.A. I love Las Vegas. John, how do you feel about Vegas? I loved it quite a bit as a younger man. Uh, as an older man now, I like it just fine. Have you been there with your family? No. <laughs> do you think you would enjoy the like family no. iteration of it? I actually hated it the first time I went because I went as a kid and we went to a Grateful Dead concert with my parents. Oh, wow. And it was outside, so it was like 120 degrees. Uh, this was in the era when uh, this is Jerry era still Jerry and Bob Weir were wearing like shorty shorts, which was amazing. <laughs> That's hot. Like it was dolphin so shorts. Hot. Yeah, dolphin shorts because it was so hot. That's amazing. Ew. But I was just like, this sucks. I'm so uncomfortable. I hate it here. And then I went back as an adult, and I was like, oh, I love it here. I went to the porn awards, 
And nice. Oh, nice. Uh, How was the porn awards? Oh, they're great. The, I went to the Adult Video News Awards, which are the, the classic ones. And also, talked a lot about how the era is over. Talked to the guy who started them. And we talked about, like, told me about the peak and the, you know, the 90s. What was the peak? Like, Janet Jameson? Yeah, peak was, like, 99. Yeah. And then, uh, basically, when YouTube got invented, nobody bought porn DVDs ever again. As soon as you could get internet porn online for free... Nobody ever spent money on it again because they didn't want people to know right. they were buying it. So now, uh, now there's no money in it, just prestige and fun. I still do VHS tapes. <laughs> yeah, you're all my porns on VHS. Well, I actually, I, I heard about a friend of a friend who's, who's somebody who's like a big Hollywood guy who has like an entire storage locker of porn DVDs in the desert. Why? That, wow. Because he started collecting them when they still maybe had some value, and now they just. Nobody wants that. Yeah, but why in the desert? Like it sounds like because it's cheaper to store stuff in the desert. Wow. Um, I know some people <laughs> also be- who like froze their eggs and then we're gonna move their frozen eggs to storage in the desert because it's so much cheaper. They just have storage lockers in the Las Vegas desert. Gotcha. For stuff like uh, whoa, don't corn. you cryonically freeze them? Yeah, they yeah. have. There's like a lot of cryonic storage stuff in Nevada. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I went to the last time I went to Vegas. Um, with Eva Anderson and uh, Jason. Also in Heidi World, Eva yeah. Anderson playing yeah. Eva Gabor. Yeah, the, the funniest. She's Eva. a great person. Did you guys go to CB, what's it called? Cabal? We Cabal went Cup? to the, well, we went to Chris Angel That's... was the main point of the trip. And uh, then we, we went to this place called the Underground House, which is a nuclear shelter house oh, that wow. is decorated as if you're outside. So oh. in the nineteen set early seventies, some hippies I know who what were you're totally insane about. and yes. cult um, made this nuclear shelter underground, and like the sky, like the sky is painted on the ceiling, and there's like mountains everywhere, and little dioramas of houses, and the pool is like as if you're in a grotto, in kind of like oh, it's like incredible. a fake grotto oh, thing, yeah. and there are individual houses in the nuclear shelter. Oh. And it was, like, made with the intention of, like, surviving comfortably, but now it's, like, a sex party zone that smells like pork rinds. Oh, my God. It's horrible. And the guy who showed us around had, like, a gray ponytail and was just, like, yeah, yeah, like, clearly, like, a sex guy. And what we had to do is pretend we were a shoot. We pretended we were a, uh, a movie shoot for, like, a reality show that could use a place that's, like, self-contained and all this stuff. Wow. And then we actually brought uh, tape measures just to uh, be, like, <laughs> like, to like, clip to our belts and Ooh, stuff. Ooh, this is only 12 feet. We needed 13. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, but can we check out everything and laugh at you while we're doing this? <laughs> um, but it's a legit, legit, like, sex party zone, and you can tell. Wow. And But here's the thing. It's owned by a cryogenics cult. There you and go. So there are cryogenic chambers for storing human bodies. And there are, like, tons of articles. And, and there's, like, a 3D printed mini cryo chamber. It's just weird. There's all these trophies and articles from these people who are, like, extend your life. Like, total 50s language in this, like, oh, wow. thing. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they exist or make money, but it is run by and owned Would by Would you guys get cryogenically frozen? No, because you'd end up... I mean, look, if it were like... Like, remember that thing where the 
the guy tried to do it in Brooklyn. He ended up with all these like just bodies, <laughs> just like warm body came home from a vacation, and they were all just like spilling out of the cryo chamber. Just, oh no! Just like completely biffed it, and the oh, electricity man. went out. So who knows what could happen? You got to get the Disney people that are keeping keeping Walt. Walt. Do you know that conspiracy theory? The conspiracy well, that they started Disney on ice to make it harder to search for like Walt Disney Frozen. <laughs> and also that that's why they made the movie Frozen. So that wow. when you search for Disney Frozen, it doesn't, it now comes up with the movie instead of like Walt Disney's Frozen Body. Amazing. Oh my God. I want to believe. I believe the thing about yeah. the movie Frozen. Yeah. But. Because it's true. Now when you look up Frozen, it used to be if you looked up Frozen Disney and that would be the first thing that would come up. And now it's just Frozen. Oh my God. Um. It's a convenient fix. It's a convenient fix. Frozen is good. I I have seen it. It's it's good. It's so it funny good. to hear like my daughter's three and a half and she's singing along, like singing things like the past is in the past, the perfect girl is gone, and it's just like, come on. <laughs> you haven't lived enough life to sing that. <laughs> By the way, we've been on Sixth Street for a long time since should we make a left? We probably should here on Harvard. Yeah, let's make a left. We're it's the... been beautiful. There was a stretch back there with all those trees, and I finally understand the "I Love LA" song where they shout out Sixth Street. Wow. Sixth Street's better than I thought. Some might say the lyrics to that song are sarcastic. Yes, I think they are. They're um, both. It works both ways because it does make me go "I love LA" like it's the when best I song in the world. When I, I have a, the feeling that I love LA. I did a. I love how all the songs about LA are like a little bit self-deprecating. All of our anthems are slightly like, we suck and we love it. Right. It's great. It's um, ours. Yeah. But, um... Well, as a native, I think your opinion carries more weight than the rest of ours. Well, it's very like, we're allowed to talk trash about it, but don't you dare right. talk yeah. trash about it. Like, if you see Steely Dan when they play the part of... Uh, about school where they say California tumbles into the sea, everybody cheers. <laughs> really? For the oh, idea wow. of California tumbling into the sea, we're very, again, post-apocalyptic, I think. Yeah, hey, today was a good day by Ice Cube. Yeah, also... Another sarcastic... Yeah, just like the, you, the helicopter didn't come out, so it is a good day. They're all very, like, low stakes, but yeah, I love... His name was on the blimp. I love... When they play I Love LA at Dodger games. Yes, me too. Because it means a win, so one. So funny. Because it means they won, but also, yeah, it's, it's just, a song. It's just a fun way to end the night. I did um, yeah. I did uh, Band Splain, Spotify podcast, about Randy Newman. Oh. Um, where I, I am pro Randy Newman. I defended Randy Newman to my friend, who's a little more anti- my wife, Nora, is the biggest Randy Newman fan. She should listen to that. Really? Oh, my yes. God. Tell her, please. Because also, at the end, they do this thing where they have people call in and leave messages who like the artist. Yeah. And they play a supercut of people talking about just callers, listeners, talking about what they love about the artist. When we got to the supercut, everybody was some guy. Everybody was a dude. I was the only woman on the podcast. Everybody was like a weird right. guy who loves Randy Newman. And it's called Band Which makes Splain. sense. Because <laughs> yeah. like, he's like a, you know... But it's like Yazi and I are two girls who like a lot of like seventies rock guys. Well, and he's... I was saying, Hey, it's not just for weird middle aged men. Yeah. And then every caller we had was like a well, weird middle aged man who loves people, Randy Newman. People really bristle at comedy and music, which is why I'm making a music record. I mean honestly, comedy. I it's do think a thankless task. I do think it is a thankless task and I think all these guys that I, we do like a lot, like Randy Newman and Warren Zevon and people that are super funny, it's like people, people might miss that part. 
and just jam right. out to your good song also, which is also fine. Hopefully. I've found that children like my music. <laughs> I mean... It's I big think, with kids. But you know? also, like, your songs are very catchy to me. We were talking Thank about you. the Red Hot Chili Peppers one. It's like, I sing it a lot in my head. Yeah. yeah. Every of, time I see the shopping cart escalator at Target. Right. <laughs> Our entire writer's room was obsessed with that and watched, listened to it over and over. You should also go on Band Splain because Yasi is the other biggest Chili Peppers fan that I know. Really? She oh. plays Ginger Lynn Allen in... In Heidi World, and um, oh, nice. She is who's a, Ginger Lynn Allen? She's the porn star that Charlie Sheen dated. Who, oh, right. Uh, is in New Wave Hookers and some other. She's like a like a big old major porn star of the nineties. Hell yeah, Molly. How's your time? We like to be respectful of our guests' time. I'm good. I mean, I I don't know how long we've even been going for. It just feels not that long. Feels yeah, like we so could just long. keep going. Yeah. We're on Western and Third. Yeah. In Koreatown. Got a lot of uh, Korean. That's new. The what Dalai Lama? Yeah. yeah. What's that? A plant. Will you take a fun. picture of that, Molly? Yes. Sorry, this is awful etiquette. I, I, think... I really ashamed. Well, you know what it is? Like, when it's Steve H. or Rob Hubel, we can boss them around because we've known them longer. Now we're asking <laughs> someone we may not know as well to do all of our dirty work. Yeah, we kidnapped them. <laughs> Steve H. can take as many pictures as I tell him to. <laughs> True. I didn't say stop, Steve. He loves taking pictures. <coughs> Sorry. COVID? Yeah, I got COVID. Sorry, guys. You all have COVID now. This is a mini spreader. Monkey, <laughs> monkey pox. We're monkey pox mini spreader. I don't think I've ever seen that spire before. It's clearly a church of some sort. Oh, yeah. It's a oh, yeah. That's a church, definitely. And it has the all the characteristics. Oh, look, and here's the children from the church. Oh, look at these kids. Get wow, a, get a pic of these kids. Wholesome. I don't know if we're taking pics of kids. No, you can't take a picture. What am I? <laughs> also, look. That's my first instinct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad guy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a bad guy. Look, there's like 30 kids only two teachers. Let's we take just, a picture. We just rolled down the window. Hey, kids, want to get in the van? Oh, man. <laughs> don't say what street we're on, because we don't want people fart, to Want to get in the fart fun. van, kids? <laughs> fart all you want. <laughs> oh, man. And there's more of them over there. Do you think that you might regret, in terms of pure farting, the decision to call your band the fart band. No, because you remember when we drove around with Cool Up, I wouldn't stop. Yeah, but you farting. were like, you were like, these are right. It was. Yeah, but I would you never can't do, do that, that to you, Molly. With Molly, yeah. Well, I would never. Don't hold back. Well, I, I, I'm not holding back. It was I'm, I'm an unfortunate. You, no. Yeah. Well. Don't fart. I'm not. <laughs> Don't make it about farting. You can fart, but... It's an ironic name. Don't be like, hold on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the night before we had Cool Up, I grilled up some chicken and Brussels sprouts and garlic. And that's Damn! Like, that's just a recipe for... Those are three things that are pure fart. Well, chicken's not, is it? <laughs> no, chicken's not necessarily, but combined... Yeah, no, just a... It whole. churns the it's Sounds it's like the you catalyst. Learned a valuable lesson though. Yeah, don't eat that before a, an important podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think at some point you were like farting and you were like they don't smell. They well, don't that smell. was it. I was like, waiting for oh. one of you to complain. I'm like, this is the, one but of those magic. But that was before farts. you got the license plate. Yes. So it was after I requested it, but I had forgotten about the request. It's a real blessing, you know. I've I've started. <laughs> I eat at some restaurants and I like go do something. Uh, you know, around people, and it makes my stomach go like. And uh, one of these restaurants is Dune. You know, Dune in Atwater oh, yeah. Village. Oh my God! I had the falafel there, and uh, my belly was talking. My belly was talking. You know, it's a little heavy there. Swashing. I'll say. 
I know people love it there. It's a good one. It's good. I'm a little well, bit know, of a I don't want to I'm a diss a restaurant. I'm, I'm not so dissing maybe it. Maybe I'll. I'll I'm not dissing it, out. but it is. It's a little heavy. It's a little heavy. I too also. It's like some places you eat and you have to plan not to do anything afterwards because it's like. Yeah. yeah. What do you, you you know? We went out last night for the first time in a long time to Bavel downtown. Oh wait, I just went there for a wedding. Uh, oh, that was must have been a very nice place for a wedding. Yeah. It's a beautiful space. Yeah. And amazing. Did they have the food for the wedding? Yes, and also I ate too much food, and then I felt really ill the next day. It's Not because the food was bad, so but because good. it was my fault for eating too much free food at a wedding. Yes, and it's right. amazing food. Where I do complain is they put the sink for the bathroom in between the men's and the women's. Yeah, so that's that, a they big make thing you now. They make you wash your hands. That's a ah. big. That's a big thing now. Where. <laughs> They have the like individual bathroom stalls and then the shared sink area. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, a, like always downtown. I feel like any fancy new place. Yeah. And it it's lit like, by it's lit by those uh, light bulbs that you can see the, the inside. The Edison yeah, lights. I don't yeah. know if it's just Edison cheaper to do that or something. Yeah. Also, I'm like back on Sixth Street. Yeah. I'm also like a vampire. Maybe we'll take Wilshire this time. Yeah. Maybe Wilshire, we will, here we right. go. Business but look, is right turning Change it up. Oh, well, then we'll have it. to keep going. That's part of this. Um, <laughs> but also, like as a gentleman, like I like, you know, you kind of check yourself out in the mirror, and you, like you have to make sure you're all zipped up. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of have to like look inside your yeah. nose. No, you want the mirror in the bathroom. You yeah. want the sink in the bathroom. You it's wanna... some, it's some kind of not having two sinks. It's gotta be just. That's how they afford the Edison lights. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I they won't mind. It'll cast a lovely glow. I, for some reason, am a vampire for automatic sinks. Yeah, you, oh, me you mean too. you don't like it? No, no, I mean, like, I put my hands under the thing and water never comes out. Yes, yeah, no, I feel the same way about it. Yeah. And I always am like, is it, it's just me. Like, I'm a vampire. No, no they're they the head vampires. They're the head vampire. Because I, this just happened at Babel. I just, like, for, for, like, ten minutes was standing there just, like, swooping my hands back and forth. Like, you yeah. know, wouldn't it be easier to just have a faucet? And then, and then you do the same damn thing with the paper towels. I'm like, what is this, a Mr. Bean sketch? <laughs> <laughs> I also love What a, the hell is going on? Seriously. I love my, that hand dryer now that's like the blade, you know? Oh, yeah. Where the it's, like, it's like operation. Mm. It's like yes. trying not to touch the sides of yes. that thing while you're drying your hands. It's like... Yeah. Try not... Yeah, especially during COVID. It's just like, oh, there's, you know... There's an interesting restaurant that just opened... And I do not like this trend. Blue Jam Cafe. I'll, I'll call it out in Atwater. And what wow, really what, stomping the streets of Atwater. Yeah, whatever. I'm uh, I'm breathing fire. But, uh, <laughs> but I, this I place has this thing that a lot of places are doing now where you go in and there's kind of a greeter person. And they're like, okay, so what you want to do is just sit down. And there's a QR code, get the QR code, oh. and then just pay for the food as if you're ordering food for delivery at oh, the restaurant. Fuck that. And then to, to avoid having a waiter. So it's just computerizing people out of the equation. Yeah, they do that at a lot of places It's ice cold. Now. It's it got a cold, cold feeling. I'll tell you what. Me and my friend were there. We were like, oh, society's over. You know oh, why? Yeah. I <laughs> oh, agree. Great. We went to, I went to Cheesecake Factory, and they did that. They were like, we were like, where's that big menu? And they were like... Oh, it's just QR codes now, no menu. And I was like, but I want to hold the book. Yes, and you I know? want a recommendation right. from this order. Recommend yeah, I want, I want the experience. But then it was like at the end, too. It was like, and then you just pay on your phone with the QR code, which I thought was crazy. But Jeez. I do 
I 100% agree with you. I think QR code menus are the downfall. That's the end of society. And also it's so weird that of all the things from COVID, that's the thing they're keeping. Right, right. Like It's unmooring and disturbing. It's disturbing and it's like people are going back to restaurants now. They're going back inside. They want to see a yeah. physical menu. Yes. And every restaurant has switched over to QR code. And, and then if you ask for a menu, they're like, well, it's on the QR. Like the whole thing turns me into Larry David yes. in a very specific way. Yes. Yeah. Where I'm also like, what about old people who don't know how to do QR codes? Yes. Like, come on. Like, Pretty soon it's going to be like, mommy, why is this lady talking to us? Well, huh, <laughs> that's a waitress. I mean, it's also so they can get rid of waiters, right? Like that's, that's, that's the whole I, reason. I think that's that's the whole reason. That's the real. And it's, and it's like, you're not going up to a counter. So technically you're doing it, but you're not interacting with the person. So also my phone's not a good place to read a menu on. A menu's right. very detailed. You have to like make it bigger the, and then you have to scroll. The Cheesecake Factory menu? Oh, like are you it. kidding me? Like, come on. I want What if you, you want what if your phone's out of batteries? You can't eat. Right. You're you're screwed. Sorry I'm out of batteries, well you're gonna have to go. There are some things like that now where it's like if your phone dies, you're just done. You're out of yeah. luck. Yeah, my bird scooters. <laughs> <laughs> I got that's how I get around town, man. What's so I get from Atwater to Los Feliz. Yeah. Uh, we're on St. Andrews. I thought it would go all the way through, but now we're turning left on second. We have to turn left on second. We'll we're, this out. we're taking a little bit of a circuitous route for the first time in a while because we don't turn right here on the podcast. <laughs> um, one good thing that I hope stays. I like how the pun is so labored, also. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my in-laws drove across country from Atlanta to visit us during the pandemic. And something that they came across, which I think is a great idea, is when you're staying at a hotel, you don't have to like wait in line to get your room key. They just send you like a code for your door and you can go right in. Which I think is good, because it doesn't eliminate a job. There's still someone at the front desk. Yeah. You just don't need to wait in line with someone complaining about whatever they have in what front if, of you. What if there's a glitch, though? Well, there is someone at the front desk. There's somebody there to complain to. Okay. Um, but you don't have to go there if you don't want to. Yeah. I think it's a good thing, because there's nothing worse. Going back to Vegas, back in my roaring 20s in the 1990s, when I would go, <laughs> checking out of, or checking into Vegas could be like an hour ordeal. Oh, I'm not yeah. kidding. Right. I guess it would be into, not out of. Well, you get those cheap hotels, and then they're like, and now, yes. to pay for it, you have to stand in this line for an hour in our weird lobby. Yeah, I, I checked it. Was brand new and it was like stay two nights get a the Hard Rock Hotel. Yeah, that's where the thirty adult, bucks a night. That's where the porn awards were. Really? Yeah. I just stayed at Planet Hollywood, another great place for the porn awards if they're looking. That's for. where I saw it. Jennifer <laughs> Lopez's <laughs> residency. Yeah. <laughs> it's lit. It's already lit like a porn award should be lit. I mean, all the restaurants are gone and only the hotel remains. Is that true? Uh, Planet Hollywood. Yeah. Well, no, only Chris Angel remains with his yeah. new show a mystica one of the worst things i've ever seen in my really life. i mean look i'll go see anything chris does but it's not good wait so did you go to cabal pap or whatever with eva Kablip? yeah yeah Kablip that's the chris angel restaurant chris angel's restaurant is in the nevada desert in a town i forget the town but it's a le legitimately 45 minutes from LA. <laughs> it's a 45 minute desert drive, dusty desert drive, and then you're at Kablip, which is which stands for Chris Angel Breakfast Lunch Pizza. 
<laughs> Chris Angel. Wait a minute. It's only 45 minutes from LA? Yeah. No, from uh, Vegas. Oh, okay. So you're in Vegas and they're like, it's a short it's a short hop. Come to Kablip. It's Chris Angel's <laughs> restaurant. Like, he's not there, but there are a minimal amount of tricks and, like, memorabilia there. I've heard Eva talk about Kablip a lot. Eva really turned me on. She's to, also a Chris Angel yeah. uh, concert. Yeah. Um, he's a terrible magician, right? He's like so bad at magic and so disrespected by his peers that he no longer refers to himself as a magician. And and he's like a, an illusion facilitator or mm. something like that. He's like, I'm not, he's like, I'm an illusionist, something like that. What but, does he do in person? Because the whole thing about the Chris Angel show was that it was all editing. It was all like clearly... Right. At TV editing used to do Mind that. Freak. Mind yeah. Freak, yeah. It was just, it was ter- and it was just camera angles just for camera his angle. levitation yeah. camera angle. It's like, well, it's always the same camera angle. Maybe uh, some of these sleuths can figure out how he's doing it. Can he it. do any real tricks? Um, no. He can do, like, illusions that he supposedly stole from David Copperfield. David Copperfield accuses him. is just like, this guy stole my whole thing. Really? He does, like, one variation of the same thing and in mind freak and like keeps doing it over and over and over again with like hot girls surrounding him and then after the trick he just goes all right <laughs> and two guys solo on guitar like yo, yo, yo. it's like bill and ted that sounds pretty good yeah i would like to see well that, it's a big spectacle so the magic stop starts to not matter well i will say like seeing real magic one of the coolest things in the world, actually. Oh, yeah, no. The I Magic Castle and stuff. Well, when the I went to the Magic deal? Castle, it made me realize I'd never seen magic in person. I was like, oh, I've only ever seen TV specials. I think I saw Penn and Teller once when I was a kid. But just, like, right. seeing people do, like, card tricks in front of you yes. blow your mind. The close-up stuff's amazing. It's fucking insane. It is insane. So someone yeah. like Chris Angel just disrespecting the entire art of magic is pretty amazing. Yeah, none of the real deal guys, like, think he's well, good. Well, actually, Mike Fleiss, who's Heidi Fleiss's cousin, yeah? who comes up in episode 9 of Heidi World, he is a reality TV guy. He invented The Bachelor. Yes. Um, Damn. But before that, he did all these things, like, like world's most violent car crash type videos that people yes. were doing in the early 2000s. Yep. And his big break was writing the script for Breaking the Magician's Code, the series of Fox specials where they, like, revealed all these magic tricks, how to do magic tricks. Do you remember oh, this at all? No. Uh, it rings a bell, because I, I was familiar. I was working at the WB Network at the time. You should watch it. It's actually pretty... It's The whole thing was that it was this guy who was the masked magician. He was like, I'm going to show you how to do yes, all the main magic this. tricks. Yes. How to do sawing a person in half, how to do like some David Copperfield things. Wow, I wonder was, if they got pissed at him. Oh, People the magicians the magicians fucking wanted to kill them. The magicians revolted because they were like, literally, you're breaking the magician's code. You yeah. cannot do this. I think the guy finally got outed eventually as like just some random magician. Wow. But, you know, it's just wow. someone's idea for like, what would be, this would be a good reality TV show to like show people how all these magic tricks are done that it is just like a secret. Yeah, because there's like, there's like 10 fundamental tricks. I'm making this up, but there's like, no, but there are like, basis like, and people just a, do variations on Yeah, there's like, there's, there's different schools and stuff. I, 
it's also so defeating when, like, I made the mistake once of going on YouTube and looking up how a trick was done. I saw it at the Magic Castle. Yeah. yeah. It's not fun to learn. No, it doesn't. You don't want no. to know. No. It, but isn't that kind of how Penn and Teller do their thing? They, like, do the do the trick once, and then they show you how it's done. They after. show you how it's done, but they do it in a way where it's also, like, seeing how it's done is also amazing. Yes. Right, right. Yes, and um, then they do a variation on it. Yeah, and also I think they are. I love them. Me I too. Think they are I love them fan. too. The best, yeah, the I love Te- Penn and Teller. Fool us. One of the I best shows on TV. Fool us. Yeah, that is a great. Right, and just like when Shark so... Tank's not on, I'm watching Penn and Teller. Fool us, where <laughs> magicians from around the world get up and uh, do tricks, and then Penn and Teller like try and guess how they're doing it, and if they can't guess it, they get a trophy. It's so good. I did yeah. a podcast with a magician a little while ago, and she did a trick on me like during the podcast, and I was just... It blew my mind. You know who's an amazing magician, surprisingly, is David Wayne. Yeah, he's that great. That is like the least surprising thing I've ever heard, actually. Because well, I feel like every everything about him would lead me to believe that he might be secretly a good magician. Right. So that, that makes sense. But to me, it's just like, oh, a guy who's a good actor, director, you know, writer... Yeah. Is also going to be... Oh, no, he's probably okay at magic. No, he's... As he's Magic Castle. He's like a member of the Magic really? Castle. Really? I mean, yes. I think oh, wow. a lot of magi- I think a lot of comedians. Not every comedian, but I feel like some comedians started as magicians, and I feel like Nathan people, Fielder definitely. Right, he's a magician, magician too, and I feel like um, not to you know stereotype David Wayne and Nathan Fielder here, but I do feel like sometimes. Uh, men get into card tricks as a way to talk to women. Oh, for sure. A way to learn how that's to talk. That's why I did it. I mean, <laughs> it's a good too. opener. <laughs> you know who else was a big magician uh, originally? I think it was Johnny Carson. Yeah. Right. He started out as a comedy but, and, and Johnny Carson magician. famously, like, hate, hated everybody, hated people, and hated talking to people. Yeah. Well, that's it. A good magician kind of has to lock themselves in a room for five years and learn how to count cards. Yeah. It's so that they can manipulate people. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean... Wow. I had a friend. I mean, that's a big part of the game. Sorry, go ahead. No, it is. It is like the game. Let's talk about the game, please. The I game is a book by Neil game. Strauss. But by no means are we suggesting all magicians are douchebags. No, no. but I do think, especially in the two thousands, that's like the Chris Angel of yes, it. Those there ones began are, yes. to be an overlap between magicians and pickup artists, and, and yeah. it is like yes. a good opener with a woman to be like, "Hey, do you want to see a magic trick?" Especially if you're. In Hollywood, wearing a furry hat, a geisha house. In yeah, you're at, you're at geisha whatever. house. Your mystery. Let's just say your mystery. The pickup artist. Um, and I did actually watch. There was a whole pickup artist reality show that I watched over COVID for some reason because they kept showing it on Movie Pass, and I was like, "This is a good show." And it was funny because it was like mystery. They're like advising these nerdy guys how to pick up women. They're at some bar in like Arizona, you know, and they're yeah. just like, "Look at all these hot babes." Um, and the advice they end up giving is basically like, what you have to do is treat them like a regular person. <laughs> Go up to the hot babe and imagine she's just a person like you or I. Which I'm like, that's that's wow. actually good advice. Yeah. Um, and they're all incapable of it. They're all like... Yeah, no, you have to think of it like a sport. You have to go up and go yeah. like, this is my opener and let's see how I score with that. And... These people aren't people. They're just they're just right. Uh, they're just points. Examples of something that I can have sex with. Well, that's the John Peters mindset. That's the uh, the alpha. Is that alpha the John mode. Peters? Well, I mean, I think what I what is cool about John, what I like about John Peters and all of these dirtbag guys in my show, is they're all such good talkers. They all can just like talk people into anything. You yeah. Know? Which like Heidi Fleiss also 
was very good at. Didn't John Peters have a morning show with another studio head? Wow, I don't know. Did he? Yeah. There's a crazy book about him, and there's this book called Hit and Run, um, about called Hit and Run: How John Peters and Peter Goober took Sony for a ride in the '90s. It was those two. It was Peter Goober and John Peters had like a morning show, like talking about the biz. Oh my god! Oh my god! I I would love that. that. You guys should recreate that. (laughs) I think we are. Though when it comes beautiful art, beautiful is, art, we're passing some. Let's um, get a pic of that. I gotta get a picture gorgeous. of that Rocky. Look at that Rocky. That's a gorgeous splotch painted Rocky. Wow. <laughs> Did Surratt paint? That? Yes, Surratt. I is... think that was Surratt himself. We got. Is we this, got are Rocky, we back on Fairfax again? Paris no, we're on Western. We're on Western. I'm gonna get Biggie John that Rocky. Nipsey John, when's your birthday? These are good paintings. They are good paintings. Where are we? Elmwood, Elmwood and Western for your best paintings of Los Angeles. <laughs> yep. Still in Koreatown, we're headed up. We're on Western. We're, Western. Western. we're going up Western. One of the we're we're uh, back in the 1800s. Western used to be a big <laughs> wall, and it was the westernmost point in Hollywood in uh, Los Angeles. That's correct. There's a Western Wall. There was a wall on it, and I didn't uh, know about the wall. Yeah. Because it was the westernmost point, and they wanted to keep out uh, all the beach bums. Yeah, <laughs> all the beach bums. Yeah, the but, dudes. No, they settled. They settled Los Angeles around the river, and like the beach was not that desirable, or Beverly Hills not that desirable. That's yeah, they started inland. It's the yeah. only city ever to start inland and, and develop out towards the sea. Everybody else is that right? Yeah. Wow. This makes makes no sense. And they used the L.A. River as a guide, which is terrible. Well, maybe it was good back then. I think back then it was like a true... It was a real port. river. They paved yeah. it. They paved it. They paved paradise. Yeah. They paved paradise and put up a it thing was, that's in Terminator 2. It's and to stop Greece. it from flooding. <laughs> and Greece, yeah. Right. Well, it's because all these individual washes come down the mountains. And so you have to condense them all into one river. I mean... So there's a bunch of stuff just... Oh, but it's also why we're always in a drought. We take any drop of rain we get and just rush it to the ocean. Yeah, it's just people aren't meant to live here. That's why. But they right. have for 10,000 years, they have. so are well, they it's not also, meant They to are live meant here. to live here, but what is really meant to happen is that the river's meant to flood and the mountains are meant to burn every year. Right, yes. And so that's... And we get upset about it. And we get upset about it, but yeah. <laughs> like, it's, like it's unnatural, yeah. Right, like, they, no, but what's unnatural is to build houses in Malibu. Yes. Because Malibu is <laughs> right. meant... And expect them to stay there. Expect them to stay there. There's a yeah. nursery that was, you know, a plant nursery, not a children's nursery, that every year was on the news because it got flooded, like, washed away. It's like, stop putting your nursery there. It's going to keep washing Every away. year, yeah. And people, I think, also are just like, well, then I'll spend more money. Yes. Yeah, go into the, the mud business. Home. I'll rebuild my house and build it bigger. It's like, it's still going to burn down again. Yeah, if you leave something alone, oh, like a house in... Whoa, look at this car. Holy that's, crap. that's nice. John, just, just describe it to our viewers. John. That's a whip. It was a uh, <laughs> Fast and Furious... Well, not really Fast and Furious, but it was definitely a street racing car. There's a lot of street racing in L.A., and though I love it, and I love the movies about it, called Fast and Furious with Vin Diesel and The Rock, it is dangerous. It's super this dangerous. is a person... Take a picture of this car. Okay. Oh, my God. We have to take flash a picture. Flash mob. Oh, my God. They have a vanity plate, and it's flash mob. That's like Dennis Woodruff level. Yeah. Okay, oh, I that love is Dennis Woodruff. a woman. I've seen that car before. I saw her in Glendale at one point. She has a bunch of stuff taped to her car, and 
it's you'll see a picture of it if you're looking at the if you're looking for the podcast. But uh, she uh, takes scissors and and etches things into her uh, the paint of her car. See, this to me is why Los Angeles is such a great city. It's because it's full of absolutely insane people who are living their dream. Yeah, I mean, your dream is to have the fart van, (laughs) and you're doing it, man. You did it. Yeah, thank you. Fart van, you made it happen. If you would have told me when I was in third grade that I was going to be cruising the streets of LA right? on a hit fan? podcast in a fart van, forget it. Like, you would have locked you out of the room. Yeah. Because you'd be like, that's too, I can't wish for so much. <laughs> um, My wings will melt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know uh, John Daly is from Pittsburgh. Where are you from, Paul John? Palm Springs, California. What? Yes. Nobody's from there. My mother was also born and raised. Wow. Yeah. You're a desert rat. Yes, I am. Um, And I always point out, at the time I grew up, I was born in 1970, uh, it was a very sleepy, boring community. It wasn't fun like it is now. Yeah, but it was also... um, it was Home to the stars. Home to the stars. It's where everybody went to be secretly gay. Yeah. Um, I trick-or-treated at Liberace's house. Silver dollars. Oh, my God. Silver dollars. He did not come to the door, and it wasn't the famous... uh, servant of his it was someone else silver dollars a silver that's dollar great. Like, in, like in 1980 uh, yeah. candy bars are so treating like at an old that's... famous person's house the best and i would sell yeah. like when you had to sell stuff for school you know for fundraisers my mom would always send me a block over truman capote would always buy stuff but See, i had no idea well, who he was. all oh, the wow. gay legends of the yes. 20th century were your neighbors yes um that's incredible my wow. friend, uh, my friend's dad was the ear, nose, and throat doctor for Frank Sinatra. I was gonna say, I'm sure there's a Sinatra connection in there. There's no more important ear, nose, and throat, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking care of of what? Um, yes, my parents were teachers, so uh, we were the middle class, in and Springs. everyone else was either very, very wealthy or, or very, very, very poor. poor. Like either you own the resorts or you work wow, at them. Wow, that's so interesting. Right. We trick or treated at Bob Hope's house. In Damn. No, in, um, in, in Toluca, Toluca Lake. Lake. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And he would bad think, guy. Yeah, super bad guy, super racist. Um, but you know, king of showbiz, and uh, almost got into an accident. Almost into an accident. <laughs> Sorry. Well, they, they no, it's okay. Me. You got to we drive. Doing, he was doing the little Bob Hope golf swing to yeah, punctuate yeah, the gym. Just getting into um, it. Bob Hope would give out like frisbees, things that were things that had the Bob Hope caricature on them. I oh, love wow. that. Yeah. I such, love a, that. such as frisbees or like pens, and they would say like "Happy Halloween" from Bob Hope. Because he yeah. didn't want to give the children cavities. Yeah. Horrible story I heard about, about Bob. Because he knows the children love early 20th century television. <laughs> yeah. And pens. And pens. <laughs> Funny story I heard, or horror, horrifying story <coughs> I heard about Bob Hope. I think I heard this on Gilbert Gottfried's podcast. Rest in peace. R.I.P. But. uh... Bob Hope used to like take a hot girl to like Vietnam, for example, or Korea to do USO tours. And then just leave her there. And no, he would uh, threaten, he would be like, you have sex with me or I'm leaving you in Cambodia. What? And that's how he would like get, yeah, we're just going to leave you here or whatever. He would like corner women and like make them have, he was like a totally bad guy. And not only that, he like, he like, you know, uh, bought up orange groves and Burbank and named everything after himself and like the probably airport. committed genocide or like small genocides to, to I gotta say also I feel land. like 
any famous 20th century <laughs> Small male comedian, yeah, there's going to be some stories like that. Not Steve Martin. Um, not Steve Martin. He's he's. He seems like he's not in it for weird stuff. He's the only. He's got to do it. He's the only 70s guy though, where I'm like, he's probably fine, or he like murdered somebody. He's I also. I think he's are. Like, I've I. No, but maybe there people were people who've dated Steve murders. Martin, and he's a good guy. He seems really? like such a good. You know, he's a good guy. He's allegedly as just far a good as guy. I, yeah, I mean, I've I heard nothing he, but good things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he loves good the ladies, dude. but like one at a time. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think he's just wrong a, with being a, uh, a connoisseur yeah. of. Uh, yes. There's nothing wrong well, it with has that. To be, you can't just. You can't them, be leaving them in Cambodia. Yes. No, no. No, I heard some stories. We're gonna leave it in Cambodia, sweetheart. I heard some Jerry Lewis stories that really. Bad Bob. Jerry <laughs> That's what he deserves. Bad hope. Uh, the Jerry Lewis story I heard from somebody who had worked as his assistant and who I think had been a fan of his until they worked for him. And then they were just like, oh my God. He's like, you know, nightmare man of the 1950s. Right. Um, he called some some woman like two, a waste of two perfectly good legs and a cunt. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and I think that was like light. <laughs> no mention of the boobs. No, just huh. uh, yeah. Maybe she didn't have good boobs for very fifties also to be a leg man. Right. Yeah. Be like what I like is some games. Two, two gorgeous legs. Showgirl. You're a waste of two gorgeous legs. <laughs> Easy hop cover or whatever. <laughs> oh my god! One thing I heard about him is that for a guy who was his assistant, um, like Jerry Lewis, never talked to or acknowledged him or looked him in the eye, and then. This is more of a good story than that, I think. But he, um, Jerry Lewis, like on his last day, he came into his office and was like, Hey, I hear it's your last day as my intern. And I wanted to give you this as a gift to remember. He was extremely serious, like really sad Jerry. And the guy opened it and it was a check to him from Jerry Lewis to, for $5 million. What? <laughs> just like a total dumb bit, just to like, see you later. I'm going to do this. Which I thought was great. Was it real? No, no, no. Uh, just like a stupid. I'd be so mad that. <laughs> You'd be so mad. I wouldn't murder Jerry Lewis. I'd be like, that'd be. I'd put him in a King of Comedy scenario. Then he'd say, so, yeah, you. <laughs> I also tie him up. Well, Sandra Bernhard was on the Andy Cohen show, and she was talking about King of Comedy, and she said they asked Johnny Carson first Ooh, to weird. play that part, and yeah. he was like, no because he was afraid it would inspire people to kidnap him. Oh, wow. He was, like, legitimately afraid of being kidnapped for ransom. People were maybe just in the 70s doing a lot of... People like had the wrong ideas. Kid kidnapping people, taking them to Cambodia or whatever. What um, is a bag over your head? <laughs> what is a bag over your head? What is a bag over your head? <laughs> <laughs> uh, comedians uh, in cars getting bags over their head. Um, we are speaking of comedians in cars. There's two of you. Um, we're going east on Los Feliz now. It bent to the right. We didn't turn right. We should. Uh, we should kind of mosey home. I, well, that's how I was going with this. Yeah. Instead of going that way, which we have done before, and it's no surprise to you. We're going to go the fun way through the observatory. Oh, great. Oh, cool. We will be forced to turn right at the end of it, so we'll just stop the podcast we'll before that right happens. We'll stop right then. Right. We'll stop left then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Can't say right anymore. 
this is also like all I do is drive around LA and make up routes. So this is right. pretty much what I would be doing by myself. Anyway. When I moved here, I tried to go as many places without my phone as possible. And so maybe that's why I'm a landmark guy. Actually. Yeah, actually, that makes sense. I mean, I'm a landmark guy for sure. I definitely am like a turn right at the at the liquor store. It's not. good. John, can I ask you a question? Yes. Fart van? Did you just fart? No. No? I would All not. Right. I would do that in front of you, not in front of Molly. All right. You know well. what? One more time of meeting Molly, yes. Yeah, second okay, and yeah. third but time But not on the first this. meeting. No. <laughs> she was warned by your license plate. I wonder if it's my breath. I mean, I think you're setting the expectations also. Then, you know, when it's, it's pleasant yeah. in here, everyone's like, And oh. then are you insulted or relieved that I didn't fart? <laughs> I'm blown away because I just smelled some some fart gas. That was probably from the La Brea Tar Pits. It just lingered. Yeah. Be like, yeah. Man, when I went to the La Brea Tar Pits, I touched... This is so stupid. I was just, like, being an idiot, and I touched a plant, and it was covered in tar. <laughs> and... <laughs> Tar is so deeply hard to get yes. off of your skin. Well, yeah, it's on man. the beaches in Santa Barbara, not everywhere, but enough to where. No, it's on the beaches everywhere. I saw it. Right. I fuck up my flip flops all the time. Yeah. With beach yeah, tar. there's tar balls. Yeah. And if you get it on your foot, it's just there for a well, few years. The craziest thing. So what did you do? Were you like? Uh, I just I had to just wash it over and over, but I was just like, oh my god! Like it was just it was so hard and it was a lot. It was on the back of my thumb, and so I had to rip the hair off of my hand. And I was just like, wow, tar is real. Oh my God, tar is real. Well, that's one of the scariest things about the La Brea Tarpets is they have these signs because they just have the open pits. Yeah. And they're like, sometimes a squirrel just falls in there. Yeah. And there's, you know, like just birds. Horrible and, death. Like what a horrible just death. Just horrible. But also like, yeah, there's trees right over the little tar pits everywhere. And they're like, if you see just a squirrel, like don't try to fish it out. It's natural. Yeah, if you <laughs> go in there, you're have a, you'd be in a world of hurt. Oh my god. It's I mean, natural, it's been happening for millions of years. Just to get anywhere close to that thing is terrifying. And there's like the big pit, the La Brea Tar Pit, the titular pit, has this sculpture of little mammoth babies watching right. one of their parents drown in That's the tar. Right. And when you see this as a kid, it makes a big impression on you. Because you're like, wow. Yeah, yeah they could have just terrible. had a mammoth drowning instead of no it's yeah. like literally it's like the mother and child or the father and child are watching the other parent drown and they're like horrified and they're like what and the, you know they're just in the middle of drowning forever um great thing to see when you're a child definitely right. take your children there they will be like <laughs> yeah absolutely really traumatized it hits home um but it's so cool it's so cool that that exists it's so yeah really is. You can't build anything on it. It's just got to be there. It's just a pit. It's just a pit. And it's I, a pit full of endless skeletons. It's and they have in the, in the museum, they have like cross sections of endless dog and coyote skeletons and mastodon. Great place for a beer and tater tots right really? there. Franklin's Cafe. The Franklin Cafe? It's a little golf course snack bar. Okay, I do this hike a lot over here oh, on sure. the left and... That's, there's like some really chill coyotes that just hang out there because they are the smartest coyotes. They just hang out by the barbecue pit. Nice. And they get so much stuff. They're like so tame because they don't even need to hunt because people just like throw them scraps of meat all the time. Oh boy. They are living the life. They got it dialed in. They're really cute and you can get we're really close to them. We're passing the Greek. That's right. Greek theater. Great. Venue. Saw some great bands there. The Yeah Yeah Yeahs once. Sure. My goodness. They 
my neighborhood was so backed up because of the Hollywood Bowl one. I'm going to let this car pass. Um, it was just like a literal parking lot. And I was like, what the hell? And it was Dave Chappelle. It was Chappelle one. Yeah, I went to Oh, wow. I went to Heim the night before that. How was that? Were, it was great. And they were changing the marquee over to Dave Chappelle. Heim rules. The next day. Yeah, it was It was great. You're yeah, a big Bob's Burgers fan, so I don't know if you knew that. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, also Valley Pride. Did you know Shout them growing up? No, but it's funny because somebody recently was like, do you know, though you're from the Valley, do you know the Heim sisters? And I was like, well, I do now because I profiled Alana for a magazine. So yeah. I, I did, I've been, she and I just talked the whole time. We went to the Arts Deli and we talked the whole time about like, hey, that Dupar is a Sephora now. Like all we talked about was like, hey, this diner is this now. Hey, That's remember great. that? Remember this building? Now it's this. Did you have her enter? Like, as I enter... Alana Hyam, star of Licorice Pizza. Yes, except I was there first, so it was like, I'm at the booth, and she walks in, looking all cool. Um, I love that. But yeah, they were great, and we did, I did find out we grew up, like, three blocks from each other. So We're in a tunnel. We're in a we're tunnel in, behind the observatory. We're in the Terminator Tunnel. Is this the Terminator Tunnel? Yeah, I think I so. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's Cameron, in, close this thing down. I think so. It's in, it's in some stuff. I think it's in do that. you want to do a loop and see the observatory? Just go home. Oh, Let's, do a a loop. Loop. Let's do Let's the do loop. Let's do the loop. At the very least, we have to do a U-turn here. To, no, yeah, this way do we loop. do lefts. I think we got to do a loop. This way where it's all lefts. We're going by the observatory as seen in Rebel Without a Cause. Have you guys seen the really bad statue of James Dean? Yeah, yes. it's really bad. It. They mangle his face. It's so funny to me. It's hard to make faces look good on, like, bronze. On a, on a bronze sculpture. Do you ever go to the Museum of TV in, or whatever it's called, the TV Institute? In I haven't. North Hollywood, in the NoHo Arts District? I have been there, yes. That's where my, like, elementary school graduation was. It has the most amazingly bad bronze statues of TV people. You should go just to take pictures with it. It's got, like, a horrifying Lucy and Ricky. I think I've seen that Lucy and Ricky. Like, a horrifying The Honeymooners. <laughs> Mary oh, Tyler Moore just looks like this James Dean. It is... <laughs> cat, yeah. It's so it's so Uncanny Valley. It's amazing. Maybe the bronze artists got, like, mob contracts. Like, they were like, no, my you know, boy's doing it. He's, you know, like, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, uh, that's how the, the Renaissance worked, probably. Here we are at the... Can we take a pic of the observatory, Molly? Yeah. Look, it's not a high-class operation here. It's not. We're not low-class. We ask our guests to take pics. We're low-fi. We are low-fi. You know what, though? You're high-concept. High-concept, low-fi. High-brow. All love. (laughs) High-brow. Lots of... uh, Lots of people here yeah, observing actually... at the observatory. Go ahead, Vapor. This girl's got, she's vaping, she's vaping and she's got tattoos. She's puffing some clouds. A little rockabilly, a little rockabilly. That's, Look at this person. That's, that's a great picture, 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 oh, picture, 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 picture. Horrible. Horrible. Oh, no, okay. no, no. Woman had jeans. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe that. Older woman. It was <laughs> Definitely like, mid-70s. It was like, it was, they were jean shorts, but then they became pants again. But there was a <laughs> slit under the ass. They were like, they were like chaps. 
They were like, yeah, half chaps, half jeans. I've but never seen was that exposed. before. Yeah, it was interesting. There was no back of knee was exposed. Like there were yeah. holes in the back That's of the knee. That's kind of a good idea though. What if you want like some, like people, jeans are ripped in the front a lot, but ripping your jeans in the back just for air? Do you think it's possible that just happened and she isn't, a, you know? No, because it looked, it looked like. No, it was a look. It looked like a look. Yeah, she was definitely sportings, you know, going Well, I hope it. it takes off. Yeah, I think, Dales, huh. I think you could really rock that at maybe a stage costume. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone needs to see my sexy knee pits. <laughs> just like uh, <laughs> just like Jerry Garcia and Bob Weir. We, uh, you need the dolphin shorts and then maybe, like, some yeah. dolphin, you Two know, guys who you want to... pants. Two guys known for their sexiness. Two guys known for their legs. Wait, are we gonna have to turn left up here? Known for their gams. Yeah, we're turning left. We're turning left. Two gents don't make it right, we're turning left. But is this, okay, we we can go. We can, can we get home? Sorry, I'm confused. Yeah, no, this way. I'm gonna I, have to do some fancy footwork This way we, we take just, a pic of the tunnel or in the tunnel? I feel like this doesn't even count as a right, actually. I think what we're doing technically counts as going straight. I'm still gonna do a little U-turn. I just, I have to. It's. I made a promise to John Daly and to our guests. That will never oh. turn right. We're never turning right, but there's a there's ample space. You don't for... think this is just this count? You think this counts as a right? I do because we can go straight. No, this counts as a right. We have okay, to actually enter an exit. We're entering right. and exiting the goddamn They're observatory gonna... land. They again. might frown upon this, but I'm doing it. I think it's fine. I think you know it feels dirty. Well, it doesn't feel good. I'm not breaking the rule. I'm breaking some laws, maybe, but I'm not breaking any of our rules, and that's all that matters. Well, yeah. I mean, people were staring oh, at us. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, we did go left. We didn't turn right, so... But I, I did a U-turn on a one-way street and came back the wrong way on a one-way street, technically. But guess what? I think I might just adopt this as my life philosophy. Never turn right? Never turn right, yeah. I'm going to let this guy well, pass. Well, because it's like, I know people who never make lefts. Because they hate it. It's especially in LA. Let's yeah, face it. like I know people who literally just don't will go around making lefts in order to not have to do it. But this always, is, uh, really, just people who don't love driving who are like, if there's a way to just go right, 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 I'll do that instead of making this left. Sometimes I do it if it's a left I really hate. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, if you know the left's gonna be backed up. But what if it's just a life? A lot. I just like the idea of adding weird rules to your life. <laughs> it does make it a little more fun. Because um, again, all I do is really drive around and give myself little weird tasks to accomplish. Try to go a week without turning right. I think I'm gonna. Yeah. And I bet you you can do the wordle much faster after that. It's gonna sharpen <laughs> some other part of your brain. Is that how you think it works on the, the left brain, right brain? Yeah. That's an app we could sell. <laughs> Never turn left. But I you do know? feel like sometimes the Google Maps, too, it's like, they send you a weird way. There oh, should yeah. be options such as, I never want to make a right. Has Waze ever, like, taken you, like, like, if you go from Burbank to, let's say, Largo, it'll take you over the hill in a weird way, like, up all those right woods. I'm sure all those people hate it. And then they're like, and then just go to Lo uh, Laurel Canyon and turn left where right? there's no light. Right. And I thought, well, that's just impossible. Right. They do that sometimes where they're like, make a left where there's no, it's clearly you can't make, like making a left. Uh, on even, a freeway, yeah. Yeah, or even like, you know, down down from you, like making a left on a Franklin sometimes. It's yes. just like, 
it's also just people drive so bad. I don't trust them to not plow into me when I'm doing something without a light. Even when I do something with a, with a light, I wait until the last possible second because people are always plowing through intersections. Oh, yes. yeah. Um, Truly. I'm trying to think. What are some other fun rules you could add to your drive? No farting. <laughs> um, no we farting. just passed the Smokey the Bear uh, sign. <laughs> the Smokey the Bear signs here in Griffith Park have a very specific attention to detail in Smokey's package. And I'm going to stop at the next one we see and let you guys see it. Oh, can we oh, take a picture the, yeah. pic of that? I have noticed this. Smokey is like a Tom of Finland Smokey. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, he's got that kind of like... Ah, oh, sexy Smokey? Sexy institutional uniform guy. He Nobody a wants a sexy Smokey. He's a furry. He's the original furry. Yeah, and like he's not wearing a shirt. That's a choice. But he's wearing jeans. That's also a choice. And then, yeah. like, oh, why is he wearing jeans? It's because he has a giant hog. He's a giant hog. And you can't have kids seeing that, so put him in jeans. He came from Silver Lake. He came from Woo. 90s Silver Lake. God. Um, straight from Rough Trade to Rough to Trade. Billboard. Is that still there? Yeah, actually it is. That's it, where I buy all my used jock straps. <laughs> <laughs> I did see some leather men in Silver Lake money. the other day, and I was excited. <laughs> Wait, am I wearing your used yes. jock strap on my face right we now? We just cut out the middlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put them out of business. Oh man! I'm gonna send you. Wait, is this a sexy Smokey the Bear coming yes. up? Yeah. Yes. All right, let's get a shot of this. Yes. All right, I'm gonna I'm Molly gonna go over if you there. can. Yeah. We're going in. <laughs> yeah, I can get it because I'm on the right side. Okay. All right, yeah. Let's let's or uh, the left side. Just take a note. What's so, on this package? So, see, someone put a sticker over that one, so it's not as noticeable. But people put a sticker over that in order to, I think, like de-emphasize. Yes. Yeah, is no, this go gonna sell it. my? I don't know. The, this, this, there'll be another one down. There. He really looks like a bear, eh? He looks like a. Oh my god. It's obscene. It is really. Is that obscene? obscene? I love because it's like. He's humanized, so he's like standing up. He's a human bear, human yeah. man bear. Yeah. He's wearing pants because he's learned about to have shame. Yeah. <laughs> learned to be ashamed he of his body. He ate the apple in the Garden of Eden. It's he's so, got BDE, I think. It's so weird he's wearing jeans. Big dick energy? Yeah, yeah, he's got the big dick energy. I can't think of anything more uncomfortable for a bear to put on than jeans. jeans. And you know, yeah, because <laughs> when they go in the river to get their salmon, they're going to get all wet and then have wet jeans. I mean, that's a little, that's a Diet Coke break, but. They should wear <laughs> Jerry Garcia Dolphin shorts. shorts, that's right. Yeah, that's show another off, bear in shorts. Show off Jerry those your legs, like Jerry Garcia. Dolphin shorts were great. Uh, it was yeah, both men and women wore them. Bring them back, honestly. They, back. they are really com. I, I wear dolphin shorts. They're very comfortable. Yeah, they're like breezy, right? And they're room for your if you're a bear, it's room for your big bear hog. All right, so we're coming up on where we have to turn right. So should we do some sign offs and do some? We're plugs? at Trails yes, Cafe. Oh, yeah. Hi, Trails Cafe. Molly, thanks so much for being here. Molly, this is so great. I feel like now I don't want to make a right ever again. Like I'm, I'm. It's gonna feel so weird to make a right now. You've given our podcast some credibility by being on it, and we thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been really uh, enlightening. I can't. And say the name of your podcast again so people uh, can watch it. Check it out. It is Heidi World, the Heidi Fly Story, and the Secret History of LA. Now highest, highest recommend. Highest recommend from John Daly, all who plays the role of Jay Leno and the role of John Peters. And uh, yeah, check it out. Now playing on all your podcast networks. And now we're, we're going to make a right. We're turning we're going right. Podcast right. Podcast is over. Bye. Bye. 
Whoa, that it. right was really right. We did it. It's so crazy to make a right at the use of feel. It feels wrong. It does. <laughs> That's Moby's right. Feels so long, wrong. I don't want to make right. <laughs> I think I'm putting this up to daily. My name is John, and my name is John, and we ain't turning right all podcast long. Whoa, we're going left and straight. Whoa, the podcast is great. Whoa, cruising around LA, picking up friends on the way. Hey, hey, hey. Well, John is my friend, and now you are my friend, and we're doing it up, and then we do it all again. Whoa. Two Johns don't make a right.